0: What's up, guys? It's Sean with Real Bearded News. I'm so happy to be doing this episode. Um, It took a while. There was a bunch of crazy stuff happening with um, my Adobe Audition that it was just not working with my Rode Procaster. So every time I would record, it would start sounding all robotic. And it was just weird. Um, It's not 100% fixed, so occasionally i might have to stop the recording uh, and you might hear some cracks and pops Um when i start hearing it i go ahead and just stop it um it's weird it's just crazy i hate it but um hopefully road is able to come up with an update i know i'm not the only one with this current issue but needless to say um you know As much as I've tried to find a workaround, I've found a temporary solution. It's not the best, but it is a solution nonetheless. So let's talk about it. You've seen the title. You know what this is about. It's Wonder Woman time. Now, Wonder Woman came out back in December. And Backseat Directors and I, we were going to go ahead and do a live show on it. Uh, But it came around the holidays, and one of the good things about this whole release was that it also released on HBO Max. So if you don't have HBO, get on it now. Um there's gonna be a bunch of movies that are coming out on that, including Mortal Kombat. And I'm actually excited to see that. I'm a huge Mortal Kombat fan. I love the old ones. Um they're a little wonky, but I love them. I think they're fantastic. Um and if you heard Backseats Directors and I podcast on uh movies, I think it was like video game movies Mortal Kombat was one of my top five. Um, But um, I sat down and I watched it when I was at work. And I watched the entire thing of Wonder Woman. And I thought it was good. I enjoyed Wonder Woman. It's not better than the first one. And usually sequels, right? The second movie usually loses its oomph. And then the third movie comes back and hits you hard. Um, The only exception being um, Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight series. One and two were fantastic. Three lost it, but it ends there anyway, so who cares? So one of the things that I want to focus on while reviewing Wonder Woman is why are the DC animated movies so much better than their live action one thing I'm going to say right off the bat is DC live action studios are very reactive to what's happening in the Marvel universe. And they hire big name people to act in the movies, which is fantastic. And it's great for us because we see a familiar face. But that's the the one issue they have is they do what I'm going to coin as The Spider Man issue or the Spider Man theory, where every time you have a new Spider Man movie, you go ahead and you introduce it from the beginning. Now, the only Spider Man movie to not do that, at least not, you know, point by point, was Spider Man Homecoming. It was the only, if I'm not mistaken, it's the only Spider Man movie that does not make you go through. Uncle Ben dies and now he has powers and how to this, like that whole notion, right? Like the Tobey Maguire and the Andrew Garfield, we went through that process. Now we didn't because we know Spider-Man. We've had 10 years of Spider-Man movies. We had a cartoon in the 90s. So we don't need to go through all of that. Uh, Same thing with Batman. Almost every single Batman movie has the issue of when Thomas and Martha Wayne get murdered, and how he starts being Batman. Almost all of them have that. And it's so boring. Like it kills us. And so, uh, once again, Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman, we didn't necessarily go through the whole Diana, you know, her whole uh, background story. Um, and even in this one, the second one, we had something. Of Themyscira. And we kept going with the story. Which that was great. But then. To go into the background of the villain. And trying to humanize them. I think it's something. That it's just not necessary. And that's something that. When we look at. The DC. Um, animated movies. They don't go into death with um, the villain at all. They're the villain. We don't care. And that's something that Marvel's doing very, very well. If you've noticed, when it came down to Thanos, even though they've been setting it up for the last like eight years or whatever it was, um, they didn't go into a Thanos background story and try to humanize him. He was a villain. We don't care about their story. Um, We don't care why he's doing what he's doing. And... When we did have Thanos on screen, we did have some kind of like background story as to why he was doing what he was doing. But we didn't go into death the way that the comic books do, right? Like we didn't go into Titan and saw that his father was a leader and that his people were going hungry and that his choice of what... Was supposed to be done. Like, we didn't go through that and we didn't care. We did, however, go into the background stories of everybody else. Like, every, like the superheroes, right? We care about them. We do go into some type of background story. But when Marvel tries, when Marvel has tried to go ahead and go into depth into their villains or really try to flesh out an entire like background story for a hero they have failed daredevil is a great example of that um dc has still not learned that we don't need some deep thoughtful um background story on every single character they're going to present and Yes, like, background story and story is important, but not to the extent that they're doing. And that's why they fail. And this is why a lot of people um, didn't like Wonder Woman because, once again, it's just going through this in-depth of every single person that's in there and why it works, why it doesn't work, and it's just too much. Another thing that DC um, live action is failing at is is something that Marvel learned at the beginning, again, with Daredevil and Elektra, is we don't need... Like, superhero movies are superhero movies. We don't need a love story and three villains. We need just a villain and the good guy trying to beat the bad guy. That's all we need. And so when we have a love story and all this... It just makes it really complicated. And I think DC live action is just not understanding that yet. Marvel took a good minute. If you remember the first few um, Marvel movies that came out, they weren't these masterpieces that they eventually became. I mean, Iron Man, the first Iron Man, the reason that it was made was because they were trying to figure out how to make toys to sell to these kids. So Iron Man and Thor. They were the most. They were the two popular ones. Um, for toy making. And so they weren't masterpieces initially. They were eh if anything. But. Eventually they became these greater movies. And they created something fantastic. We all love the Marvel movies. Uh, Christopher Nolan if you think about it uh The Dark Knight, right? Or Batman Begins. Um we had we have had a lot of Batman movies at that point. Um some good, some not so good. And I mean, I love all of them so I really don't care. Um or I should say I'm biased. But then with Batman Begins, it's a very slow story. It's a very slow start um where We see him become the Batman. And that's important. Um, It's important to know why he's the way he is. Why he doesn't like guns. Why he's so good at what he does. Um, And he really... Christopher Nolan really dug into um, a lot of the lore or a lot of the comic books where you have Bruce joining the League of Shadows and, you know, hooking up with Talia. Like... If Christopher Nolan wanted to make more Batman movies, he dug in so well that he did a very, 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 very good job um, to be able to create something later. Like he could create a League of Assassins story. Um, uh, What is it called? The Court of Owls. He could do that storyline. He could do a story where Damien gets revealed there's so much that he could do. Um, did He did miss the mark with certain things, like um, uh, the Dark Knight Rises, right, with the Joker and Two-Face. We didn't get a lot of Two-Face in there, and that's okay. We understood the Joker was the main focus, and it was fantastic. I mean, Heath Ledger, right? Like, come on, forget about it. And so he did something fantastic where he dove into the lore he dove into the stories but he didn't necessarily throw it in our faces and forced us to know everything about the entire world and then gave us two seconds of a story he actually dove into the stories so he could understand his characters and then brought it back to us and we ate it up and we couldn't wait for the next one it was action packed and it was dark enough the way batman is supposed to be dark and moody um but with this wonder uh wonder woman movie it was good don't get me wrong i truly enjoyed it um and even humanizing the villain right like i was telling a couple of friends i was like you as a as a parent you do what you have to do um And the morally gray area sometimes is there depending on what the situation is. But I put myself in his position, right? Would I want my kid to be successful? Do I want him to have the struggles? And sometimes, you know, you you don't want your children to have struggles like you did. So you tend to do things that will get them set up for the right thing. And that kid was awesome. I mean... That, that kid just reminded you why you should always be good. That kid loved his dad no matter what. And that was freaking awesome. And I, I really enjoyed that. But Wonder Woman wasn't a bad film. And a lot of people weren't fans of it. What I will say about Wonder Woman is that it suffers from wanting to do too much and not having enough. And with that being said like dc has to learn to hire directors or writers that are willing to understand the lore read the lore understand the lore write characters based on those facts and that information and then present it to us in a way where we won't get bored I I was bored with the love story. It was sweet. It was cute. It was super adorable. Um, but I was bored with it. I was bored with other aspects of the movie as well. And this is something that DC is just going to have to learn the same way that Marvel learned. Marvel has years on DC making movies in the sense of what works and what doesn't work and DC would eventually find what doesn't work. One of the greatest DC films, in my opinion, is Constantine. It has Rachel Weisz, and it has uh, Keanu Reeves, but I digress. Um, so that's it, guys. I Like I said, I would give Wonder Woman a 3 out of 5. There's things that work. There's things that don't, and they'll get there. I'm sure they'll get there. So if... You ask me if you should watch Wonder Woman in a the movie theater. My answer would be no. Go ahead and stream it. If you don't have HBO Max, that is probably the best investment that you're going to have um, as far as streaming services are concerned. Just because it is very convenient to be able to watch a movie that you're iffy about. So definitely go ahead and invest in HBO Max. So, between the next time that I see you and I let you know what you should be streaming, what you should go to to the movie theaters and watch, or what you should definitely skip, don't forget, keep reading those comic books, keep watching that anime, rock and roll, and above it all, guys, be wonderful, stay nerdy.